All right, let's go. All right, all right. You know what time it is. On the hero, we're back in the, back in business. I'm your boy T Rope, and I'm here with Vic. We're about, to get, about to get into it. How you been, bro? Been good, been good. I've been good, you know, just um, missing uh, chatting with you guys. Was able to chat with Mel a few days ago, so hopefully we'll get Greg in on this one. But uh, it's good to see you, and it's good to put some more content out there for our for our fans. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. You guys hit up Comic-Con. We had a previous episode about that. It definitely seemed really cool. Yeah, man, it was fun. It was fun. It was good to be back. It was good to be browsing around, looking for books, watching people dress up and uh, taking the little one and having her run around and experience it for the first time. That is definitely awesome. She def- I'm sure she lost her mind. Yeah, 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 she did. She was really uh, attached to the, um, to, like, the Dragon Ball Z uh, area, the Funimation area. She liked taking pictures in front of, like, the whole DBZ fam. Oh, snap. pretty cool. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, your mom awesome. likes anime, so. That's awesome, man. We'll see. Gotta start them young. Gotta start them young. That's true. She'll yeah, get older. She'll, she'll learn the power of Batman and Spider-Man and Batman Beyond and all the DC cartoons. So not too worried about it. Of course. And she's definitely got a lot of content to watch as she grows up because. Especially now. There's a lot of stuff coming available. up. Yeah, yeah. man. There's so much coming out. Speaking of stuff coming out, we got this Eternals movie coming up in a couple weeks. Matter of weeks, finally here. Now, I'm I consider myself a novice when okay. it comes to comic books. Movies, like I watch movies and shows for the most part, but comic books, not so well versed. So the Eternals, I don't have much knowledge on. I know that they're like, you know, higher beings and they're sent right. to, you know, protect, but that's really all I know. Sure. So what about them or what, like, should I be expecting or should we all be expecting? From um, the- um, in terms of to be expecting, I would, if I had to say, uh, Best way I could describe it is how, like, when Guardians first came out, it right. uh, completely brought us into, the, like, the, the space side of the Marvel Universe. You okay. know, aliens out there exist on all these different planets, all these different characters, Nova Corps, uh, Warlock, Adam Warlock, eventually, uh, Collector. Right. Um, Just like, got all these other characters that are, are out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, now with the Eternals, we're going to get even more, like, beyond that. Beyond like that. Yeah, like, if Guardians introduced, like, let's say, like, the space adventure side of the Marvel Universe. Right. The Eternals will definitely will bring in, like, the deep, deep cosmic side of it. Like the or, like that's like I want I don't want to say like the origins of Marvel Universe or anything like that, but we're gonna get in some like some deep, heavy sci-fi characters like Celestials. Uh, the, a lot of created the Eternals. Right? Yeah, okay. exactly, and just a lot of cool, <laughs> a lot of um, a lot of cool characters that were created by Jack Kirby. It was like you know the 
godfather of everything Marvel. I know everyone always points to Stan Lee, but you know, right, Stan right. Lee could eat a dick. It's all about it's Jack Kirby. Without <laughs> without Jack Kirby, yeah, Stan Lee will, it wasn't shit. That is that is like theme that I've heard a lot. Yeah, yeah, no, without 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 him, you don't have anything. So, right, I just want to get that point across. But um, as far as my knowledge goes, it's very limited because I haven't really read much about them. They've had series over the years on and off. Um, one probably everyone might remember was the one John Romita Jr. did with Neil Gaiman, which is like around 2005, 2006, if I remember correctly. And, or 2006, 2007. And that was like a big deal, but it was only a mini series. And around, around that time, I was just wasn't. I wonder. I was more into like reading Civil War, Spider Man, right? Uh, anything else happening in the X Men. So it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed, pushed to the wayside. Right. Um, now, obviously, they have a new series. A lot of their concepts are being put back into the books, like with Celestials or with um, more of the cosmic side of the Marvel universe, which is normal because that always happens when a movie comes out. Right. But I can can definitely I can definitely see that being like the path that they're going towards. Yeah. And it's gonna be interesting because like a lot of these actors, I guess, or actresses are people that I didn't think that I would see like in a Marvel in a Marvel yeah. universe. It's funny you mentioned that. There was an article. Yeah, there was an article uh recently, like why is Angelina Jolie in the attorney? Right. Right. Like, you know, she's she made she's made bank. She's an Oscar winning actress. She seems like the kind of person that you don't need for a Marvel movie. You know? Oh, look at this! Greg Laurie yes. is in the building. Yes, sir. Back and better. All right, back in it. We're no. talking the Eternals, buddy. Okay, sweet Eternals, man. I don't know what you guys have covered or whatnot so far, but. Honestly, not much. I'm just, I, just, I just gave like a small breakdown of uh, what I, of my knowledge of, of my extent of the knowledge of what I know about them. And uh, that's pretty much about it. And now we're just, you know, getting, I guess, excited for it. <laughs> Vic, Vic, you being in this theater with me when we watch Venom, <laughs> I, I've decided I'm taking a brand, brand new approach to this whole phase. Ready? Oh, really? Okay. Oh, so- I think when we watch Venom, our preconceived notion of like what we think Eddie Brock is, what we think Cassidy is, you know, what, our preconceived notions, I feel like almost ruined the movie a little bit for us. Cause we just, we, we knew what we like wanted yeah. to see and we didn't see it. And we were like, well, oh, damn, like this sucks, you know? Yeah. So now I think the approach I'm going to take with the Eternals is I feel like the less I know, the better. Yes. Yes. You know that's what I'm true. saying? That's true. I, 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 I want it to be like, I want to walk in and then. I don't want my knowledge of the Eternals to be off what I've read, what I've heard. I'm yeah. solely leaving this in the hands of, you know, the directors, the, you know, the, the screenplay, everything. I want to see, you know, what, what can they tell me? That's what I want to know. That this, what are they going to tell me the Eternals really is? You know what's crazy? This way, when I go in and I watch it, you know, I can walk out with, with a, a clean opinion of right. it could be bad, it could be good. You know, did they right. tell the right story? So on and so forth, you know? You know, it's crazy. Okay. I feel like that theory worked for, I mean, at least for me, that worked for Guardian to the Galaxy because I had no knowledge of who they were, what they were. And going into it, I thought it was, I thought it was dope. I thought it was really cool because I knew nothing about it. 
So I think that's a pretty good, a pretty good mindset to have going into this. If you don't know much about it. No, obviously that's, that's the best way that you can handle go into this kind of thing. The less you know, the better. Yeah. Definitely. Then you'll have, you know, your expectations will, you know, your expectations will grow. Um, but on the other hand, there's, there's also that part that's like, you know, maybe a little, little knowledge of them going in will be, is, could be a little beneficial. So you're not completely lost. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, the movie should do it more than enough of a job to explain what's happening. I mean, I'm, I'm hearing it's like two hours and 30 minutes. Bro, it's, it's a like lot of movie. Long. It's a lot of movie. I got to cover a lot. Yeah. So like, I expect like a full breakdown, what they are, who created them, what their purpose is, okay. and let's just let's move forward amicably, you know. Definitely got to pee before that movie. God, <laughs> seriously. Fucking ready. You can go Guardians though. Don't get the the extra large. So then. Or if you do, just bring a pee bottle in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. There's no shame. Nah, no I'm all scared. I'm all about I'm all about the extra large soda, and you just toughen it out. That's it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie just ignore the urge to piss oh bro that's torture how do you do that oh i, I, I do it's, you like the urge, it's, it's, large, it's large popcorn large soda and there's no way fancy buds okay, yeah so man this guy went in for venom like Jeez. completely he was, that was like an hour and that. a half movie it wasn't even long yeah and i know but i'm still going in <laughs> <laughs> like I had, I had to refill the soda, and the previews weren't over. I was like, oh, I still got time. Like refill the soda. Now, but that was your first time back in the theaters, uh, pre-COVID or post-COVID, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I okay, so yeah, you got to, you had to go hard. Okay. Yeah, that was literally the first time I'd been in the theaters for like maybe like two years, two like full years. It's crazy. Right, so yeah, that's understandable. I get it. But also, speaking of uh, Guardians. What can you? I just saw that um that kid from what's that movie with uh Jennifer Aniston and oh uh, we're the Millers yeah that movie that kid got casted as a uh, Adam Warlock yeah yeah I saw that who is Adam Warlock he is another uh, cosmic character in the Marvel universe who's mostly like associate you mostly find them in like. Thanos books, uh, okay, like Silver Surfer, he might have had like a solo series here or there, uh, like you know, like back in the day. But he's another one that you know I just never I knew of, just never really read about. You know what I mean? Right. But you know, wasn't he like responsible for like in the comics? I could be wrong. Like for like guarding the the Infinity Stones for a little while. You might that be right be, about that. I'm not going to lie. That could be it. Yeah. But, but for some weird, weird, weird reason, like when I heard that it was him playing Adam Warlock, I was like, this fucking guy? But then like <laughs> when I kind of looked at a picture of him and then like looked at a side-by-side of Adam Warlock, it kind of like looked, it kind of like fits in a weird fucked up way. Yeah. When I saw it, when I, when I saw the casting, I'm like, wait a minute, him? Isn't this, isn't this a... Uh, Aren't you a little too young, Junior, to be playing this kind of role? No, I, I can see it. No, I figure they know what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, but then again, this is James Gunn, so you know, you know, exactly. you gotta, like, always trust James Gunn. Always exactly. True. There really is like no reason why I should like doubt that he won't 
deliver Honestly. something truly, truly I, spectacular. I have all the faith, though. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fucked up. Like tomorrow, I'm, I'm used to like waking up and like watching like an episode of What If, and then Thursday's Titans. Like tomorrow, there's no What If. Like it's kind of like a little void in my life now. Bro, how did I, I agree? How did how do you how did you feel about What If the ending? Um, the ending or in general? Uh both. Um, okay, I'll go with in general first. Um, in general, I thought it was good. It just wasn't. It wasn't bold enough. Like they, they had a lot to like. You know, what if it's a crazy, crazy, crazy concept that you can do so much with, and they just kind of like stuck to the safe zones and movies and franchises that obviously are the most popular and people know of. Right. So I, I mean, I get, the, I get their angle on that, but I just wish it was a little more explorative. Like maybe throwing some new characters, like instead of making a big movie about interesting characters, use that as a platform. So I wish they did that, but. The ending, I liked a lot. You did, okay. A lot of, because a lot of people kind of give Ultron, like Ultron kind of gets a bad rep in the MCU. A lot of people think that Spader, when he did the voicing over and the way the movie kind of played out, right. Ultron was this kind of pushover you can beat in the movie, but Ultron is this computer fucking badass, crazy psychopath killer. Yeah, Ultron should be super powerful. Yeah, no, it's super powerful. And like people kind of, lay back and think like, oh, I saw the second Avengers. Yeah, he's okay. Like, no, Ultron is a fucking crazy strong character, especially in the books. I don't know much of, but I know he is. So but, so I like how they like turned him into a complete like psycho badass. It was sick. Bro, he was fucking um, wreaking havoc. Dude, he ate, he ate a fucking galaxy. <laughs> like, he just pulled up Bro, and ate, I just like, think the that was on the He ate the whole thing. It's fucking I sick. In the theater. <laughs> It was fucking nuts. The only thing I don't, I, I, that one episode I didn't like, and I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. First one, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the zombie episode. What? I just thought the zombie episode was kind of a reach, man. It didn't just, it just didn't do it much for me. Okay, it didn't. I mean that. Also, I didn't realize how much of a fucking like dickhead Killmonger is. Oh yeah. Like, he's an utter dickhead. Like, I didn't Super realize he was that. Like, Super he was a douche, but I didn't realize he was that big of a douche. Huge douche. Huge, gigantic douche. Like, major douche. Like, the world yeah. is, we just saved the world, and, like, you're trying to destroy it again, douche. That's the worst yeah. type of douche. Very douchey. <laughs> Do you, uh, wait, uh, Vic, you saw, you saw what if, right? Nope. I you saw, I saw oh, the first two episodes try to watch the third fell asleep and then uh i just gave up <laughs> now that's all now that it's all done uh i'm good i'll go back and i'll you know i'll watch it you know i'll catch up but i don't mind spoilers or anything like that uh, like i'm not that anal about that kind of stuff but it just i don't know when it comes to animated shows i'm I, i'm for some reason i'm just like notoriously picky right like, if it's not catching my attention within, like, the first few minutes, I'll either doze off or I'll just tune out and watch something else. So, yeah. I mean, maybe that's not to say that, the like, the second episode, I think, was the strongest one. That was, you know, the Star-Lord Guardians of the Galaxy cross uh, mashup. I mean, excuse me, T'Challa. Right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy mashup. I I thought that was great. Um, 
but I've been reading about like like how this could like play into like the larger uh, skate, the larger skate, you know, the larger picture of the MCU, which I'm I'm like, yo, this is this is pretty interesting. I, I think Ultron, I think Ultron, it was completely underused. They had to bring that back, that bad boy back, like seriously. Bro, I I I mean, they I already said it. that this show is going to be canon in the MCU, and. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that in the movie. I would love, yeah, just bring him, bring him back. Like this, he's like the Avengers, like no, like one of like their greatest villains. I don't, I don't, I mean, it was great to see him in Age of Ultron, but I felt like they could have done something a lot cooler with in the long term with that kind of villain. Like it would have been so cool. There's a lot of things, you know. Now that I think about it, like now that you guys are mentioning Ultron, I'm like man. There's some things that I kind of wish they would have put into the movie, into the MCU, but since they've changed around a few things, it's like you're never going to see it. Like, Hank Pym was, like, a real piece of shit and, like, an abusive husband to... Really? To the Wasp. Yeah. So, it's like... And he created... He's the one that created Ultron. And the comics created Ultron, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the 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 MCU changes it up. You know, they makes it like it's Tony and it's a program of Jarvis. More, you know, right. And it, well, like Jarvis becomes like the Vision, but uh, like Tony's the one that creates Ultron and stuff. Uh, canonly, it's Hank Pym that does, and uh, I forget why he does it exactly, but he's a very unstable individual, and then like he's like gets kicked out of the Avengers more than once. Uh, has a very rough relationship with the Wasp, so that's like when you know they brought in Ant Man, but it was Scott Lang. I'm like, oh man, what about Hank Pym and his abusive ass ways? Oh. So they never touch that. Not saying I want to see Jan, you know, Wasp get beaten up. I just like that would be a very interesting dynamic to show in these Marvel movies and make them more like mature and less less less. We yeah, did see good. Hank Pym become a, an absolute like assassin in What If. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. we did. And that's right. what I'm talking about right there. Oh, that's actually pretty aggressive. Oh, it was it was very aggressive. It's like Michael Douglas. What are you doing? Stop. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I want to see. Guy was Michael Douglas. Hard. Why are you killing everyone? Jesus. <laughs> like all this over have... Michelle. Like all this over Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Hey man, like uh, that's Catwoman. I mean, there's more, there's more fish in the sea, bro. I mean, I do have a theory about what if, and the Doctor Strange, that's in what if. I'm sure it's not, <clears throat> it's not that much of a hot take that the Doctor Strange that finished the series is the Doctor Strange we're seeing in the, the uh, Spider-Man trailer. No way home. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's yeah. very popular. Um, definitely wouldn't shock me. And I, according to Twitter and the internet, and all these supposed leaks online that we're getting a trailer sometime soon in the upcoming weeks. It makes sense if, if Eternals is the only big Marvel movie, comic movie coming out in a matter of weeks. So if there's no trailer attached to that, and this movie is supposed to come out in December, then you know Marvel really is just like. You know, just has that, you know, $100 bill on the fishing line and just, you know, just reeling it back in and waiting for someone to, you know, to try to grab it. 
Now, my question is Eternals, right? Like, like you know, moving forward, trailers and what we're going to see. Obviously, Marvel notorious for like including other movies into like their end credit scenes or the case may be. What is the Eternals going to lead us into depth wise, futuristic, like in the future? True. Sure. Yeah. There's supposed to be two post credit scenes. And that's that's like I I, I can piece together what even they're gonna try to go with. I have no, I have, I'm some no idea. Maybe those like, it's such like a it's such a yeah. big like movie like worldwide. Like how are you gonna relate that to like Spider Man, which is just yeah, yeah, like, exactly, New York, exactly. You know, like it's such a big thing. The only thing I could think of is maybe Guardians or may, or you know maybe Thor since that'll be the next one to come like with the, with the, you know within next year or Doctor Strange. I mean I don't know it's 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 really up in the air or maybe they'll be teasing something completely out of, something out of left field. You know maybe we'll get a little tease was, maybe Blade. I was I know thinking that, I know um, that makes no sense, but I was thinking what if I, I would I mean just curiosity wise. Because if you think about it, the whole shit with Kang and the Loki show, that's kind of like the equivalent of the snap, you know? Like, that is like the, the shot heard around the universe t- type of move, I guess, you know, for Marvel cinematically now. So I'm wondering, like, I wonder if, like, that snap or, like, when the timelines break, is all, all going to, like, fall into sequence across the board? Because, like, be- like, I'm thinking... With the whole Kang thing and the Loki show, you know, what if that's taking place the same time Peter Parker's begging Doctor Strange to let MJ stay and let Ned know? And like, you know, what if that's all happening, you know, simultaneously in different spots across this greater universe we have now in the Marvel, like, you know, the Marvel world? That's that's a that's a that's a stoop observation. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So like now. So observant. I would I would like to see like that be the that be the thing that you know happens and you know all the eternals are there and they're like whoa shit like this is going down like what if there's other eternals out there and other galaxies and universes and shit like spend a lot of time in, at night thinking about this stuff and it's no no dude that's a, that's a great <laughs> this is what keeps that, me awake at night. <laughs> that's a great um no that's a that's an amazing observation that's true like ever since you know that ending of Loki so many things can open up now one thing I'm, i am hoping for that just popped into my mind is uh i would love if marvel got a chance to fix the inhumans because they're that's the, the that's a group of characters that is so rich and great and uh the show is just so unbelievably shitty and terrible i, I never i never even give it a chance like, black black Bolt's like one of my favorite characters yeah never exactly never even bothered I think unfortunately that's like one of those things that doesn't translate well, like the the big screen. Like it's just something that's better off left in comic books, which is like sad to say, but I think it's the case. That's interesting. But yeah, no, that's like Black Bolt, I feel got such a terrible rap. Like the costume that they had on the show looked ridiculous. And you know, the cutting off Medusa's hair. Oh, God, it's fucking ridiculous. But there's just so many cool moments between, like, black that Black Bolt's had where he just says, like, like, practically just whispers and things just explode. I would just, I would love to see that. Like, I would love, I want to see him go up against Thanos. That's what I wanted to see. 
Really? I would love to have seen that because he has. Well, and it's... There's that like famous, that like famous, um, I wouldn't call it famous, but it's, it's kind of, it's, I mean, I, in my head, it's fucking sick. In the comics where it's Black Bolt and Cyclops. And doesn't Black Bolt just like completely obliterate Cyclops? Yeah. Like right in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, the Humans versus X Men series. Dude, that like that little board, like that board, the artwork and everything, it's just, it's, it's just like fully encaptures like how truly fucking crazy strong like Black Bolt really is. Yeah. No, it's awesome. There was a series called Infinity. And I remember he's just talking to Thanos. And, like, Thanos was basically telling him that, you know, you're going to have to bow to him. Like, he'll destroy everything that the humans stand for. And he, like, just rises from his chair and just yells out no. And then just explosions everywhere across, like, the like the whole world. And in, in, I'm going to look up those panels later. Oh, <laughs> I'll post them later. Because <laughs> that shit was incredibly memorable for me. It's not. It's, it's not. It's fucking nuts. It's can you, crazy. Can you can you guys give me a quick just background on them? Because I don't I don't have much knowledge on them. <clears throat> Humans, they're 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 like they're an experiment conducted by um the scrolls, I believe, or the Kree. Um they were supposed to be just like they were meant to be as like a, a work, I wouldn't say like a work for workforce, because that's like that's usually how these things things usually go but um they were they were created by them and ah man there's just i wouldn't say that i don't know much it's been a while since i've actually had but it looks like we're gonna have to do another deep dive on that one and do a whole episode Okay. All right. On them. But trust me when I say like they are they have a rich history, they have a lot of great characters, and they were completely just they got done dirty by that TV show. That was a bad move. They should have stuck to their guns and say they were gonna make an inhumans movie, just like they did with the Guardians, like trust that people will want to watch it. That was a big mistake they did. Well, I mean I think if anything is done right, then people will watch it, like you said. Yeah, no, I mean, you got it's always trust your audience. You know, don't think that they're dumb or anything like that. Just trust that if your story's strong enough, you know, they'll, they'll watch it. doesn't matter what it is. Like said, Guardians, Guardians is a, a class A example of that. You know, like, yeah. Guardians is kind of yeah. like a mystery project. I would guarantee the greater majority of the Marvel fans didn't know much about the Guardians. And then, you know, you put it in the hands of a great director and then, you know, you tell the story correctly and everyone wants to know, you know? Exactly. 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 I'm, I'm excited for Guardian Story. <clears throat> and what else we got coming up? It's Guardians. We got the Eternals next week or a few weeks. We got Spider-Man. I mean, I mean, we did a whole summer where we were wondering where that hell tra- trailer was coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Spider Man might be the most anticipated movie of the. I would have to, I, I, I would have to agree with that, that statement. Absolutely, I don't think any other Marvel movie has so much hype surrounding it, and 
and so much just like I'm almost a little worried about that because if it doesn't live up to it, it's like yeah and I'm, I'm worried I don't want to be disappointed I really don't yeah but I'm gonna try this to be super optimistic and just go in and try to enjoy it because of course there was this thing I read online that theaters are actually using fan-made posters for the movie yes because uh, still I saw that released, you know an actual like official official poster for no way home so they're using like these fan-made ones that are look fucking great mind you you know lit, I, saw lit, that, lit. I was i saw that on twitter some of them look fucking sick yeah some of them look, some great. Of them look legit yeah look creative yeah i mean but it's, it's, gonna it's smart though the movie from like the like the movie theater perspective it's genius it is because like like now it just builds curiosity with people like seeing what they see and also you know just promote the movie you're gonna reel in more fans the more they see it you know yeah exactly how many yeah. times when you were younger you saw a poster in a theater and you were like not sure what the fuck that is but i'm gonna go fucking see it like it looks yeah. sick yeah. oh dude yeah that was every time i went to the theater as a kid see a poster i'm like oh what is that oh, back the then one? that's what we had we didn't have the internet i want to watch that yeah, because we didn't have the internet back then. All we have were posters or advertisements or magazines. That's a good point too. Yeah, there was no internet. There was no like you know going on Google or YouTube and looking yeah. up what it yeah. was. Just, None of that. Like, remember the magazine? Uh, just go to watch, go to the movies and watch watch you know trailers. That's how you knew everything was coming out like a year in advance. Like, oh what yo, this is crazy. That's how when I was younger, I used to love like. I used to love being glued to the TV for the Super Bowl because, like, we're, like the Super Bowl was just like yes. movie trailer, the movie trailer, the movie trailer yes. was just like loaded with shit, you know. And the, it was just always just like, what's going to be the next one? Like, what's going to be the high? And like, there was no mm-hmm. like, like I said, the internet, no, no spoilers to it, no nothing. It was yeah, just, bro. You waited, you saw the trailer, and you're like, holy shit, I gotta see that. Like, that was it, bro. That's <sighs> so different, bro. No spoilers, nothing to worry about. If you if a movie comes out like if you don't if you don't see it the night it comes out, you don't have to worry about it getting spoiled by seeing it online yeah. or something. Now fucking the movie gets spoiled before it even comes out. Yeah, yeah, you know the movie comes out Thursday night by Friday morning. You got people knowing what telling before you the that, entire month. Even like when the premiere happens. Yeah. Like, oh the yeah. Premiere is usually like a week before. God forbid the movie opens overseas first. Yeah, like people were tweeting the Venom post credit scene two weeks before Venom came out. Yeah. That, it's that like, thing. what the fuck? Like, I would have loved to just see that in a the theater and not expect it. Exactly. And like, I guess those guys just don't, you know, don't respect Tom Hardy yet because he like, said, what, don't do I, it. I don't get what do you get out of, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go on a rant about spoilers, <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. But a little bit off topic. I was telling Vic before we were recording, Greg. I started yeah. watching this uh, Mortal Kombat movie. The I didn't oh, watch the newest one that came out. Uh, well, I'm not talking about the live action one. I'm talking about the uh, the cartoon. Yeah, the new. The, they made like a newer added. What's, what's the name of it? I can't think of the top. Uh, Battle of the Realms, I believe. Yeah, that's. I haven't watched it yet. I I, I got about 20, 15, 20 minutes in last night. Yeah, pretty good. It, yeah. From what it seems like, it's a sequel to um, Scorpion's Revenge. 
Oh, 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 Scorpion's Revenge was dope. Bro, Scorpion's Revenge was incredible. I, if, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of saying if they made that into like a live action movie, it would have been <laughs> fucking incredible. But if they would have made that into a live action movie, it would have been fucking incredible. Um, yeah, so far it's, it's pretty good. Um, I'm hope, hoping to finish it tonight. And uh, maybe I'll do like a little review on Twitter. On our On a Hero Twitter and Instagram, follow us at On a Hero. On a Hero Podcast, both. No one took that? Remember the first one? On a Hero? What's that? Remember the first one that the coin, like, at On a Hero on Twitter? I feel like like everyone on Twitter, like, every name is always taken on Twitter. Like, there's just so many accounts on Twitter. There's just no being the first. I mean, we can be. Then there's us. You're the first. Well, technically, our Twitter is on a hero podcast. Ah, no, still on a hero. Just on a hero podcast. We're gonna be. I mean, we're gonna be tweeting stuff. People can tweet us if they have questions about anything. Yes, please do, guys. <laughs> tweet us, DM us, send us your yeah your recommendations, your questions. Send us pictures of topics you, know, you want us to cover. Your six-year-old graduation, you know, nice family photos. We accept those. Anything. Picnics you guys go on. Barbecues. We do bar mitzvahs. We do weddings, christenings. All that. We're pretty versatile. In some cases, wakes. (laughs) Very diverse group. Depends on the scenario. Of course. We can adapt. Oh, yeah, yeah. But definitely. On Twitter, we're going to be answering questions, talking to people. Maybe we might even have some questions. Um, Instagram, it's on a hero podcast as well. And we're going to be pretty much just posting, uh, pictures of stuff that we think is interesting, stuff that we might want to talk about. Um, you know, pretty much any and everything superhero related. I mean, absolutely. Anything, anything you guys, we think you guys should be reading. I'll definitely want to let you guys know about any number of books, any stuff that I've just picked up. And I'm rereading for the first time in years. I'll definitely want to post that and let you guys know. Hey, listen, pick this up. Follow this artist. Follow this writer. 100%. That's all about making you guys, giving you guys uh, information. Like I I said, I like to, we're we're giving, we're informing the uninformed. There it is. Listen to us. We're doing a good job for you guys. And we'd love to do it. Vic, do you want to give us, because you guys have a common class episode coming up soon. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm supposed to be, well, I'm supposed to be, but I'm going to be uh, talking about some couple, a few books that I picked up during Comic-Con. Um, I was t- talking to Mel on that. I found all four issues of the Robocop versus Terminator series, Dark Horse. Ah. And... Uh, <laughs> I've totally forgot how batshit crazy and good that book is. <laughs> and it makes sense. Within the first three pages, I'm like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. I can understand why Robocop would be in Terminator's world and vice versa. Okay, this makes sense. I'm with it. And it is fun as fuck. It's written by Frank Miller. Awesome. And yeah. And it's drawn by uh, Walter Simonson, one of the greatest artists to do Thor, you know. 
Um, and it's just, <laughs> it's really, it's really good. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring that in and maybe a few other books. I've been on this real kick of just buying all these old nineties dark horse books. Cause they had like so many properties when they were first starting out. Right. And we did a lot of comics on like Robocop and Terminator and, and like, you know, aliens and predator, but you know, you read these Terminator books or Robocop, whatever. And it's so like, you know, they act like sequels to the, to the movies. And it's just like, man, this is better than the actual sequels we got. Yeah. You know, reading the turn some of the Terminator books, like yeah, this is way better than Rise of Machines, Salvation, Genesis, Dark Fate, any of that crap that came out after two. Like the materials right there. That's so, yeah. I feel like Terminator <laughs> kind of got the like the Halloween treatment. Like after a while, it was just kind of like wait. Yeah. So, so he's not John John Connor? He is well, became wait, John Connor bad. Wait, 10, 10, 15 years, we'll get the reboot of the reboot that oh, erases man. Dark Fate and <laughs> I don't know. So fucking that that's a series that for me only one and two exist. Yeah, I agree. One and two called it three, even three was a bit of a stretch. Yes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Three is a bit of a stretch. Oh, the, the girl, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Loken, yeah. Badass Terminator. Yeah, she was great. But the story as on the whole is like uh no. Yeah. Is is the Terminator the most badass? Like machine cyborg in like movie history. Yeah, well, that's a good. I, I think so. Like, think it, so. Are, is there like a competition there? Like, is it bar none? Oh, I can't think of anybody close. I of, yeah, I can't think of anything either. Oh. The only thing that comes close that could like want to take it on would be RoboCop, <laughs> which would be, which is why we have RoboCop versus Terminator. Like that, that made so much sense at the time it came out. Um, so I'm definitely going to bring that up. Um, probably some other titles I've been reading. Uh, definitely talking Spider-Man with, you know, Ben Riley in the mix now, which is a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. A lot, so I got to pick up that book from you. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it to you, man. I got it there waiting. I'm so I got a bag and everything. I'm hyped to read this. It's really good. It's really good. That, that, fat, that last issue of that run that completely sets up Ben Riley was a great I was talking to Mel about it, obviously, on the podcast and um, on the last podcast. And it's just it's just I, really fun to read to read Spider-Man again. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. And, and arguably the best Spider-Man costume. Arguably. Yeah. Ah. Arguably. Now, I'm going to talk to Mel about that. I love the Scarlet Spider uh <laughs> Guys, we can settle this. We can put up a poll on on Twitter or Instagram. Please, yeah, we do. Like, which Scarlet Spider costume do you like? Do you like the blue hoodie and the red? Do you yeah. like his, the redesign of the black and blue and the red black, with the gauntlets the black, on the hands? The, the black and the is the isn't the redesign of the Scarlet Spider as well? Like the, the black and red one. That was yeah. That was a yeah. That was Ben Riley's uh new, newer suit. Like when he had a, a solo series about like five. A while ago, back you know, a while ago, but yes, yeah, that, that I, I know the suit you're talking about. Yeah, the, the, the black kind of, it's like a sleeper looking one. Nah, yeah. the, the baby blue hoodie with like the, the chunky cufflinks. That's yeah. like that, that look is like unbeatable. That, that, that's an iconic, iconic look. Yeah, like that's iconic. That one. In my in my opinion, I think that's the best one. But there's so many. Yeah. Let's, let's do a poll. We're gonna we're do, gonna do a poll. I think we should definitely do a poll. That's definitely something we should definitely do. We're gonna put it up on our Instagram, on a hero podcast, on Instagram. So guys, give us a follow and keep a lookout on this for the stories to see what we're gonna be posting. 
I think on that note, that might be a good uh, it might be a good time to wrap up on that. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah keeping it you know keeping it short and sweet on this one, letting people know, just catching up on some of on internals and a few other things that have been going on with what if. Um. Yeah, but it's good. It's just good to be back, you know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Good. The boys have been pretty busy lately. Yeah, no, that's it's life. Yeah, we're here. That's it. Life is happening, man. Life yeah. keeps moving. What? We're here now. That's all that matters. That's all exactly. that matters. All that matters. At the end of the day, what are you doing? All right, fellas. All right, guys. Till next time. Here, everyone. Be well. Thanks for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter and Instagram on a hero podcast. Yes, Look out sir. for our posts. Look out for our, our polls and uh, anything that we want to post up in terms of art and books. Be on the lookout. Yes, sir. There it is. Deuce. Peace. Later.